Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the podcast because I've got something to say. I'm your host Latasha and my podcast is meant to create a positive space for the single black mother. Throughout this season, we will build relationships, have fun, laugh, and we will also validate our emotions by sharing stories. I am celebrating all of you lovely ladies for your individual journeys. I hope you are ready for a great season on the podcast. Let's get into the next episode. Here at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast, I generally record my episodes live on Facebook at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast. So if you want to be a part of the conversation and be in the comments and get into it, you can join me on Facebook at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast weekdays whenever I record live. And if you want to keep up with when I will be recording live and when new episodes are released, you can go to girlfriendletmetellyou.com and you can sign up to be on the emailing list and with that you will get a free digital download just for joining hope to see y'all soon let's get into the episode of my name is Latasha with girlfriend let me tell you the podcast because I have something to say in addition to that I also want to say that um I'm going to be pulling a tarot card tonight because I didn't do it Monday and I want to explain to y'all why I didn't pull a card on Monday. I work a schedule where I just realized I'm yelling, but I work a schedule where I work two days on, two days off, two days on, three days off, two days on, you know, one of those type things. So I don't keep up with actually what day of the week it is. I just keep up with when I have to work. So Monday comes around quickly. Seven days just fly by when you're not actually counting the days. You're just counting how many days you have to work. So that's why I miss Tarot Monday sometimes. But I'm going to do Tarot tonight because I'm waiting for people to come on even though I'm live. And I'm Eastern Time. I have friends who are on, friends, followers, all that, who are on the West Coast. So my 7 o'clock is their 5 o'clock. So they're just getting off of work. My 7 o'clock is their 4 o'clock. So some of them are still at work. Some are getting off work, whatever the case may be. But I am going to go ahead because tonight's topic is going to be about does money change people? And in case you're wondering, girl, why are you talking about that? I'm going to tell you why. So at my job yesterday, I was talking to a gentleman who I work with. And he was asking me about my my um, ambition and what I want to do in the future, whatever. And I said, I want to help people. But I ultimately want to be rich. Like, I want to be rich. I want my messages to have so much value that eventually you will have to pay for it. And he was like, so you want money? And I said, yes. Now, I'm going to tell you something about something before I get into the whole does money change people topic. I want to tell y'all, there are people who will try to change your mind about how you feel about things. Because there's so many people out here being fake saying, I don't do whatever it is they do, whatever their gifts are, whatever it is they love to do. They say, I don't do it for the money. And that may be true for them. But the things that I do are for a couple reasons and money is one of them. Because... I want money. There's a whole lot of things that I want to do. Like y'all see how I be recording right now. This is not a backdrop. This is a curtain. I want to have a room that is set up like a studio so that I can actually do podcast episodes in my makeshift studio until I get a real studio until I get a real um, live audience that's sitting in front of me while I'm talking, but that's going to take money. So for anybody who says they don't do it for money, I mean, God bless you, but baby, that's not what I'm here for. So that's how the conversation started, right? About the whole money thing. 
because I want money and I want to be rich. And me having money is going to allow me to spread more to people other than words because I'm a single black mother. My podcast is for single black mothers. And I know along the way, there's going to be some single black mothers who are not as strong as I am and they're not going to be able to succeed or progress or prosper like I have. Now I've been a single mother since 2008 in case you're not aware, or in case you see this video later, we are in the year 2023. So that means I've been a single mother for 15 years, 15 years. So I've come a long way. There are some of you who are single mothers who have been single mothers for a month. You've been a single mother for a year. You've been a single mother for two years, whatever the case may be. And I am showing you through example that you can start in one place and end up in another. But if you are a single mother who has been struggling, you already know that a lot of your problems will be solved by having some more money. Everybody who is on food stamps doesn't want to be on food stamps, but it's convenient right now. A lot of people who are on income-based housing would rather not be on income-based housing, but that's the only way you're going to have your own place right now without being in a homeless shelter, without having to live with a family member who is telling you rules and telling you how to do things and you're grown. I'm going to tell you something. As a single mother, I have done a lot of things. Have I been through everything? No. But I'm going to tell you some things I have been through that I would not have had to go through if I had money. For one, let me say this too. I was raised by a single mother who was raised by a single mother. My grandmother wasn't necessarily single because she was married. But in a sense, she was single because her husband wasn't helping out with the kids. I didn't realize that until I became an adult because as a kid, I loved my grandpa. My granddaddy was the best granddaddy I'd ever met. And then when he died and I grew up, I found out the truth about him. <laughs> so ultimately, my grandma was a single mother who lived with her husband. <laughs> my grandmother was a single mother who lived with her husband. Right? So whenever I grew up, you watch the people who raise you. And sometimes, unfortunately, you fall in their footsteps. So I became a single mother, one, because of my attitude and two, because I felt like I didn't need a man, right? Even though my pregnancy was unplanned, I felt like I didn't need a man. So I became a single mother. You can actually say I became a single mother by choice. Was it a smart decision? Hell no. But I'm still a single mother till today. I've been on income-based housing. I've lived with relatives. I've lived in a basement with a newborn child. I live in my grandmother's house now. I've been on the city bus. I've been without a car. I've been unemployed. I've gotten a hundred something dollars a week from unemployment. I've been unemployed and I've gotten 700 something dollars a week from unemployment. I have had a job. I've gotten fired from a job for attendance because I didn't have a car and I had to ride the bus to my job. If you've ever ridden a city bus before, I used to live in Greensboro, North Carolina. The buses do not take you directly to where you're going. So even though your job might be about 15, 20 minutes away, it might take you three hours to get there because you got to go down to the depot, get on the bus. It's going to take you to another bus to take you to where you're going. Okay. So I've been on public transportation. I've taken cabs. I've asked people for rides. I've ridden with strangers. I've walked in the rain. I've had a child walking with me in the rain. I got my bag and his bag. I've had the vouchers for daycare. I've had food stamps. I've been hungry because I didn't have food stamps. I've been sitting in the dark before in my house. I've asked my, my, my child's father for favors. All these things I've been through. Okay. 
I'm 15 years in the single mother game. Okay. Am I where I want to be? No, but I, I'm getting there because of money. So for anybody out there who says money doesn't change people. And I'm going to tell you something. This is just me sharing my opinion. Because there were people in my comments who said money does not change people. And I disagree with that. However, I am not saying what I'm saying to be argumentative. I am not saying what I'm saying to be de to, to start a debate. I am, however, sharing my opinion. If anybody comes in my comment section and says, hey, I disagree with you. I will invite you to come on the camera and say what you have to say. Because to be honest with you, nobody is ever 100% right. And you can convince me that what you're saying is right. But back to what I was saying, I believe that money changes people. Money changes people's situations. Money changes people's mindsets. And money changes people's circumstances, okay? Right now, I am living in my grandmother's house. August will make it five years. When I moved here five years ago, I told my granny that I just wanted to stay here long enough to get on my feet. If you've ever had somebody come to you and say, help me out till I get on my feet, what do they say? Give me about 30 days. Give me about two weeks. I've been here for five years trying to get on my feet. And the only way I'm going to get out of my grandmother's house is because of the job that I have right now that pays me more money. And I get unlimited overtime. And I make more money in a month than I have ever made before. And we are on the sixth month of the year. And by August, I will have made more money from working than I have ever made before in my whole entire life. And for those of you who don't know me, I am 40 years old. 40 years old. It took me 40 years to get a job that pays a great salary where I can enjoy myself. So having money has changed me. It has changed my, my mindset. And that's why I want to do this podcast tonight. However, the way I started off is going to surprise you. It's going to surprise you. I am going to pull my tarot card, but now I've already gotten caught up in the situation. I mean, in the conversation, I got to keep going. So when I was asking people, do you think money changes people? They were saying when you get money, it does this. When you have more money, it does that. Whenever you acquire more money, it, this happens. But nobody, and I mean nobody, talks about how money changes people when they don't have it. We automatically think that when the conversation comes up about money changing people, we're talking about people who get money. What about the people who lose money? Let's just start there. Poor people know how to be poor. Broke people know how to be broke. They can get comfortable with that. People who don't have money and people who are broke and people who work minimum wage jobs and they work a minimum amount of hours, not even 40 hours a week. Baby, we know how to survive. We know how to survive. We can go down to social services to get food stamps, hopefully. We can get housing. We can get Medicaid. There's a whole lot of resources out there for us. So it's kind of like I'm broke, ain't got no money, but I'm good. You know what I'm saying? People who don't have money know how to say, I don't have to have steak and shrimp. I can eat ramen noodles. I can eat three different flavors of ramen noodles and I'm good. I can eat a turkey sandwich and on one day I'm going to add extra cheese. 
It's people who can do that. It's people who are broke who can go to somebody else's house to eat, go to somebody else's house and sleep, borrow somebody's car, get a ride. It's, it's a whole lot of ways that you can manage to be broke because you're used to it. And then depending on what your mindset is, when you get money, whether it is people loaning you money, whether you get a better job, whether you run into some money or whatever the case, maybe you get a girlfriend or a boyfriend who likes to spoil you. Then, of course, some people who aren't good with managing money, they blow it or they blow the opportunity or they blow that. Um, dang, it's a word. It starts with C. I don't even know what I was going to say, but they blow the opportunity. But I'm going to tell you something. Money changes people because you can go from being broke to spending two dollars a week to having some money and spending two hundred dollars a week. What do you spend it on? Whatever it is you have desired. Some people desire better food. So they go out and eat at restaurants. They might start off eating at a different fast food restaurant every day and work themselves up to where they can sit down and have a meal. Then you have people who have lived in a raggedy house all their life. They might not go out and buy a new house, but they might get a roommate and move into an apartment that's better than where they've been. You have people who will take their tax money and buy a new car because they're tired of riding on the bus. They're trying to impress somebody, so they get a new car, whatever the case may be. But let's talk about the people who already have money. Let's talk about the people who make good. Let's say their salary, their take-home money is $6,000 a month. Some people who are listening to my podcast right now have never seen that. They have never seen $6,000 a month in their bank account. They have never seen that. But imagine for a moment. Imagine for a moment that you come from money. Your parents had money. Your grandparents had money. Your aunts and uncles have money. So your cousins have money. Your grandparents have money. So nobody is asking for nothing. Nobody is hurting for nothing. And the money that you have is possibly money that you have inherited. Or it is money that your parents just give you as an adult allowance. And all of a sudden, you lose everything. Does that not change you? Some people think that money changes you when there is an abundance. When you go from being broke to having an abundance of money, people automatically think, yeah, some people change. But let's talk about the people who who, who were born into abundance and now there's a lack of that's what I want to talk about. See, I like to think outside the box. Now, I want y'all minds. I want the wheels in your head to start turning. And I want you to start commenting down below. If you're watching live, go ahead and leave a comment. If you're watching the replay, go ahead and leave a comment. And I'm going to read these little bit of notes that I have on these cards. Because I've never been in a position to where I had excessive money. I've never been in a situation where I've had more money than I can spend. But I have been in situations where I've spent all, all my money before I knew some more was coming in. I'm going to tell you something. When you're broke, two weeks, it don't take two weeks to spend a lot of money. Before I worked the job that I have now, I was working at Walmart and I was hired to be a full-time employee who got 40 hours a week at $12 an hour. Considering who I was and why I started working at Walmart, I had been on unemployment for two months. My unemployment ended. So in December of 2021, I applied to work at Walmart and I got hired. 
I turned 40 years old in the year 2022. So when I started working at Walmart in December of 2021, my only goal was to work there long enough to save up money to go to Essence Festival on my 40th birthday. And not only did I want to go to Essence Festival on my 40th birthday, I wanted to fly first class to New Orleans for my 40th birthday. I felt like I have been, in, I've had a scarcity of money my whole life. So I felt like I'm 40 years old. The least I can do is fly first class to New Orleans. The least I can do is save up enough money to go out here and hang with these celebrities in a different state. I'm from North Carolina. A lot of people from North Carolina, my words are slurring. A lot of people from North Carolina go to Myrtle Beach, which is in South Carolina. Where I live, Myrtle Beach is like two and a half hours away. That's like a day trip. If you leave in the morning, you can go down there for like five, six hours, drive back home in the same day. And that's usually what I was doing when I was broke because I ain't have money for a hotel. So I leave early in the morning, go down there, put my feet in the water, get me something to eat, window shop, put a little gas in my tank, come back home. Well, I felt like turning 40 years old, I should be able to afford something else. I don't have anything to show for anything for any of the money that I've worked because I live in my grandmother's house. I'm driving a truck that's damn near raggedy, about to fall apart. I can't really drive it anywhere for my birthday unless I get it fixed first. And lo and behold, my truck messed up Saturday. The Saturday before I flew out to New Orleans. I flew out to New Orleans on a Wednesday. My truck messed up on a Saturday and I didn't have the money to get it fixed. Picture all of that. 40 years old, you don't have enough money to get your car fixed that's already paid for. You know what I'm saying? There, I've had a lot of embarrassing moments. I've had a lot of situations fall upon me that I did not want to talk about because I didn't want nobody to know. When you get to a certain age, and I can't speak for everybody, but when I get to a certain age, I feel like it's just some shit I shouldn't have to go through. I shouldn't have to sit here asking somebody to help me pay to get a car fixed that I own. I shouldn't have to sit here and say, can I borrow a couple dollars for anything? I'm 40 years old. I'm somebody's mama. At 40 years old, I should be setting examples, not examples of how to be poor, not examples of how to survive, not examples of how to hustle. I shouldn't have to set any examples of how to struggle at the age of 40. 40. 40. There's just some things I don't think I should have to go through, but I went through them. So here we are, I'm 40 years old, and I told myself, no matter what you have to do, you are going to New Orleans for Essence Festival. You're going to mingle with the rich, rich folks. You're going to mingle with the people in New Orleans, and you are going to fly first class. And guess what I did? I flew to New Orleans for my 40th birthday first class. Not only did I fly first class, I flew my son to New Orleans with me for first class in first class for my 40th birthday. Now, here it is. 2023 my birthday is next saturday not this saturday coming up but july 8th 2023 which is next saturday is my 41st birthday and my son and i are flying to florida because i make money 
So for anybody who says money does not change people, yes, it does. Money can make you abuse money or money can make you appreciate money. The job that I have right now, I've had it since September of last year. I'm going to tell y'all something that I told somebody yesterday, which is why I'm doing this topic today. Baby, I have a lifestyle. Money has changed me to the point where I have a lifestyle. Okay? A lifestyle. Billionaires have lifestyles. Millionaires have lifestyles. Housewives have lifestyles. People who have their own TV shows have lifestyles. People who collect cars have lifestyles. People who model have a lifestyle. I am a thousandaire and I have a lifestyle. So, these couple thousand dollars that I have saved up, these few thousand dollars that I make every month has provided me a lifestyle. If I'm hungry and I'm tired, I don't have to pull anything out of my refrigerator, out of my cabinets, out of my freezer and cook it. I don't have to. I make enough money to rock and say, damn it, I'm tired. I'm going to get something to eat. I don't have a maid. I don't have a butler. But I can pay somebody to fix me a meal. I can get into my new 2021 Jeep. And I can drive that motherfucker to a restaurant. I can sit down. I can cross my legs. And I can order whatever it is I want to eat. Why? Because I have money. That's why. Two years ago. Maybe three years ago. It was either 2020 or 2021. I used my money from my unemployment to invest in a business. The business just happened to be me selling the detox teas from the IA. Well, the company is TLC. But maybe you've heard of IASOT. So I invested in the tea. Right? And during that time, one of my ways of losing weight was to drink the tea to detox. And I took the, um, it was some kind of cream that you could put on your stomach. And then you would put your waist trainer on. And then I would go outside and I would mow my lawn. That would take about two and a half, three hours. Right? But in the end, I was sweating. In my mind, I was slimming down. Not saying the tea don't work. I'm just saying I was slimming down. However, now that I have money, I'm not mowing no grass. I'll call somebody up. I'll call somebody up who is a landscaper. Baby, you mow my grass. Throw me a price and I'm going to pay it. That's what money does. Money changes you. Money make me feel like I don't have to be a tomboy. I don't have to mow my grass. I got money. I'm a lady. I'm going to pay somebody else to do it. So money changed me. I used to tell people I was an introvert. I used to be very outgoing. All of a sudden, I'm an introvert. I like to stay in the house. I like to cook. I like to clean. I like to sit in my hammock and record videos. I like to do my makeup and then take it off and then go to bed. I like to take a shower and do my hair and get on camera. I don't like to be around people. That's a lie. I was never an introvert. I was broke. That's what I was. I was never an introvert. 
Because if I ever was afforded an opportunity to go around people, I was very outspoken. I was very funny. I'm a comedian, a whole ass comedian in person. If you've never seen me in person, trust me, I can make you laugh. I'm a whole ass comedian. I'm very talkative. I'm very respectful. And people enjoy being around me except for the people who are intimidated. But that ain't my problem. But I was never an introvert. I was broke. I didn't have any money. Don't invite me nowhere. I'm not coming because I ain't got enough gas to get there. I only make $12 an hour at Walmart. And I work about 20, 25 hours a week. The gas that I have is going to get me back and forth to work. Don't ask me to go nowhere. Don't ask me to do nothing. Because now I'm an introvert. A.K.A. broke bitch. That's what I was. Money changes people. Now that I have money. I can get in my Jeep. I can drive somewhere. I can mingle with folks. And then come home when I want to. I don't have to sit home. Okay. Money changed me. Money built up my self esteem. Money increased my confidence. Money got me out the house. Money has me going on trips. Money has me eating foods that I want to eat. Not foods I have to eat. Damn a ramen noodle. Unless I want it. Right? New clothes. If I want them, I can wear them. If I want to pop out in something new, I can do that. If I go to, if I go out of town... And I pack my bags for what I think I'm going to do. And I know every last one of y'all have been in a situation like this before. Whether you went to a party. Whether you went out of town for the weekend. Whether you went out of town for a week. Whether you went out of the country. Whether you went to an event, a concert, whatever. I know that you have put on an outfit. And you said, baby, I'm fresh. They can't do nothing with me. And then you get there and you realize either you're overdressed. You're underdressed. Or you don't fit in. I got money now. If I go on a trip. And I pack clothes. For what I think I'm going to do. And I find. Myself looking through my luggage. And I'm like. I don't feel like wearing none of this. I have money now. I can go to the mall. I can go to the outlet. I can go to the store. And I can buy me something else to wear. Money changes you. Money helps you fit in. In places where you're supposed to fit in. You know how they say there's there's rooms where your name has been mentioned. Let me get this right. And for those of you who don't know me, I'll mess up a quote in a minute. So give me a second. Your name has been mentioned in the rooms. There it is. Your name has been mentioned in rooms that you have not even stepped foot in yet. And when you get to that room... Wouldn't you like to stand out? Wouldn't you like to fit in? And when I say fit in, I'm not saying fit in as in you're trying to be like everybody else. I'm trying. I'm saying you want to fit in as in look like you're supposed to be there. Okay? That's what you want to do. You want to look like you're supposed to be there. I'll walk through this door and y'all going to look at me and say, we've been waiting for her. I don't want to walk through the door. Y'all say, who, who is that? Security? Get her out of here. No. I belong here. Right? That's what money does for you. It allows you to be able to be present where and when you're supposed to be present. And allows you to live the lifestyle that's going to make you progress. There are some lifestyles where you don't have to do a whole lot of stuff. But you can't travel 
off of hope. You can't travel off of wishes. They even say faith without works is dead. Baby, you're going to need some money. I'm going to tell you how money changes people who have money and all of a sudden lose it. When people lose money, they start lying. Have you noticed that? When people lose money, when their financial status decreases, when their money is in the negatives, when they don't have everything they, they used to have, when they can't afford the lifestyle they have become accustomed to, they start lying. They start lying so they can still fit in with people. I'm going to meet you there. They'll never show up. Oh, yeah, I got the same thing you did. They don't have nothing. Yeah, I subscribe to that. They ain't subscribed to nothing. Yeah, all my cars are paid for. They ain't got but one car now. Had to reduce it. Couldn't afford it. They start lying about the lifestyle that they have. Right? Something else that people do. When they have money and they lose it. And this is how money changes people. They become depressed. You know, it's a lot of celebrities out there. Because one thing about being a celebrity. Even though I keep telling myself that I want to be a celebrity. I want to be recognizable. I want to get to the point where you see my face. And you be like, that's Tasha. Or I want you to see my face and say, that's the host of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You The Podcast. I want you to know who I am without seeing a headline with my name on it. Like Oprah. Like Tyler Perry. Like Taraji P. Henson. Like Gabrielle Union. Like um, Arsenio Hall. Like Eddie Murphy. Like Dave Chappelle. Like all those people. I want you to see my face and say, I know her. Her name is Latasha Ingram. She started a podcast in 2020. I've been listening to her since such and such. I know her. I want to be recognized, right? For my works. I want to be recognized for my personality. I want to be recognized for the podcast episodes that I've done. I want to be recognized. However, I do not have celebrity status yet. And I know it's a lot of people on here who are about to get that celebrity status too. And I just want to say <laughs> congratulations in advance because you may never join another one of my episodes. You may never follow me. You may never subscribe to me. You may never hear my voice again. I may never even know that you were on here. However, I'm going to apply to you because you're going to have your celebrity status soon because you're putting in the work. You are going to be famous soon and you're going to be rich because you're putting in the work. We have to start somewhere. One thing that I have learned on this process for having my, my podcast is we cannot skip the hard part. We cannot. You know how I know? Because I tried it. I tried it. I tried to pay to learn how to skip the hard part. And nobody has taught me how to skip the hard part because it's not possible. It's not possible. You cannot skip the hard part. You just can't, so stop trying. I'm going to applaud the people who want to go through the hard parts. Who want to say, I give up on this thing because I need to start something else. I want to applaud the people who are saying, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, but now I got to take a detour to get back on track. I want to applaud the people that take the $12 an hour job at Walmart. I want to applaud the people who work minimum wage with, a, with less than 40 hours a week. I want to applaud the people who go back and live with family for a year or two so they get on their feet. I want to applaud the people who rode the city bus 
I want to applaud the people who walked to where they had to go to. I want to applaud the people that's been wearing the same outfits for the past six years. I want to applaud you because you were on your way. You did not skip the hard part because you can't. They say anything that comes easy can be taken away easy. This has not been an easy road for me. I have had my podcast for three years and some of y'all are just seeing me for the first time tonight. That's not your fault. That's my fault because I gave up. I didn't fail. I just gave up. I have like 87 episodes of my podcast in three years. I should have more than that. But I'm not going to shame myself. I'm not going to feel bad for myself. I appreciate y'all that are just now following me. I appreciate those y'all who are keeping up with me. And I wish you much, much success in your endeavors. However, not to take away from you or me. Let's get back to the task at hand. The way money changes people, especially people who have had money before and then they lose it, they become depressed. And the reason I put that on there is because you see celebrities, you see people who are flossing out here with the things they have, and then they lose their money. Maybe they were a one-hit wonder with their music. Maybe they had one good movie as an actor or as an actress, and they couldn't get any more movie deals. Everything else is a B-rated movie or movies that nobody saw. And then you have these people out here who are comedians and nobody laughs at their jokes anymore. All their fans are gone, whatever the case may be. These people become depressed. Depression can be a gateway to suicide. It can be a gateway to drug abuse, alcohol abuse. It can be a, 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 a gateway to self-inflicted uh, abuse as well, right? Money would change people's mindsets from I'm happy, I'm prosperous, I'm successful to I'm not worth nothing. I don't have nothing. I don't have any ideas. I don't have any support. I don't have any friends. I don't have any jobs lined up. I'm about to lose my house. I'm about to lose my car. I'm about to lose this lifestyle. I just want to die. That's how money changes people. See, some people automatically think that changes people that money changes people who get money. Money changes the people who lose it too. And I think it changes them even worse. Because like I said earlier, broke people are used to being broke. You give a broke person $1,000, they blow it all in two days. They are okay. <laughs> they going back to being broke. That's what they used to. You have a person who has $50 million steadily. And you take away $45 million of that $50 million. They cannot survive off of $5 million. That's like pocket change to them. It's easy to go from broke to rich to broke. And be like, it, it is what it is. But to go from rich to broke to... Never make it back to rich. Baby, <laughs> I have never experienced it. But I'm going to tell you, it changes those people quicker than it changes the broke people. Broke people go back to being broke and still throw a party. It just is what it is. Another way that money changes people who had it and then they don't have it anymore is they become angry. You ever notice that? When people go from being rich to broke or being successful to not having everything they had before, they become angry, baby. You are a problem to them because 
broke people can tell you how to survive, but whenever you try to tell a rich person how to survive, or you try to tell somebody, <laughs> when you try to give people encouraging words, like it's going to be okay, pray about it. You got $10,000, you can live off $10,000. You can live off $10,000, baby. They get mad at you. They have an attitude that is out of this world and you don't understand it because you've never had a rich attitude before. It changes people. They are easily irritated. And it's funny to me because again, I've never experienced that before. I've never gone from having a lot of money to no money, but I have gone from having no money to a little bit of money to no money to a little bit more money to no money. To a lot of more money to a little bit of money. I, I fluctuated my whole 40 years of life. Okay, but that was instilled in me. I don't care what people say about let your past go. Baby, my financial decisions, my money spending habits comes from comes from my family. It comes from my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins. It comes from watching people that I grew up with who were poor. You know what I'm saying? I came up. I came up in a, I, I was raised in a family where you spend money as soon as you get it. Cause money is going to come back. When, who knows from where, who knows, but just believe the money is going to come back. Hmm. And you be sitting there looking like a fool. That's what I was raised on. Spend money as soon as you get it. That's what it's for. Spend it. That's where I came from. That's not where I am now though. I've been delivered. And I can't say that everyone in my family thinks like me financially. However, I've come a long way. Okay. Moving right along. People who have had money. And then they automatically lose it. Or they lose it, lose it slowly. Or their success kind of dwindles down. Something else that they do is they start getting in touch with old friends. Some people get so much money and so much fame and so much recognition and so much success and they prosper so much and the money gives them this lifestyle where they can't be seen with certain people or they can't be doing certain things. When they start losing money, they start getting in touch with people that they were one time too good to be around. Now, all of a sudden, you want to come back to the country. You want to hang in the ghetto. You want to hang with your family members you haven't seen in years. You want a good home-cooked meal. You want to be down to earth. You want to get in touch with your roots. You want to hang with your old friends. You don't usually drink beer and liquor because you're stuck on wine and champagne. But all of a sudden, give you a shot of tequila. Give you a cigar. Give you a cigarette. All that stuff. Now you want to wear tennis shoes even though you used to wear Stacey Adams. This is one of the changes that happens. People come back to their roots. If they were grow if they grew up with if they grew up lacking things, then all of a sudden they want to be around people. Oh, I got five percent left on my battery. Let me find my charger because I can't, I can't go out like this. And I don't want to try to speed up my message neither. Y'all hold on.
Talk amongst yourselves until I get back. Now, I don't know how I didn't recognize that my battery was dying. But, um, here we go. Child. There we go. I'm back. My battery almost died. Anyway, whenever people, um, when they don't have as much money as they used to, they do start hanging around people that they used to hang hang out with. They start coming to the country. They start trying to connect with other people. All kinds of stuff happens. And all of a sudden, you're like, why, why are you down here with us? Like, whenever we call you, you don't answer. When we text, you don't respond. We're not friends on Facebook. Whenever mama tell you to come down for Sunday dinner, you don't come. Whenever we ask you to hook us up or put our name in something, you don't do it. But all of a sudden, you want to come back home. When people have a lot of money, a lot of success... And they start losing it. They go back to hanging with the people who know how to survive. And it seems weird at first. But that's what people do. They go back to their roots. Because grandmama and mama, they might have bad money spending habits. But baby, they know how to survive. And you don't. Because you've been rich so long, all you know is money. All you know is how to pay your way out of a situation. All you know is how to look good to fit into a situation. That's all you know. Now, me personally, as I make money, I am going. Now, this is my plan. Because I am out here advocating for single black mothers and letting people know that we are not sorry people. We are not desperate women. We are not out here trying to be with anybody we can be with. Like we are people, too. It's like we're not a minority, but yet we are we are special because I'm out here advocating for single black mothers as I get money and I get resources and I get support and I get people to jump on this boat with me, jump on this train with me. I am going to support women. I'm going to start having programs to support single black mothers. I'm going to start having resources to support single black mothers and I'm going to do more right now. I'm getting my name out there. I'm getting my face out there and I'm getting my message out there. So whenever I get money. When I get money, y'all get money. That's just how it is. When I get money, y'all get money. But y'all going to have to remember, you cannot skip the hard part. I've been a single mother for 15 years. For 15 years. I've done a few podcast episodes, a few Facebook Live videos telling y'all how I became a single mother, why I am a single mother. But all in all, one thing that's different between me and a lot of other single black mothers is I have a very healthy co-parenting relationship. There's a lot of single black mothers out there who don't have a relationship with their child's father. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your child. Okay. And I want to reiterate something that I've said in the past too. My version of a healthy co-parenting relationship is not necessarily going to be your version of a healthy co-parenting relationship. My son's dad and I, we share time with our son. My son's dad gets more time than I do, but that was a decision that his dad and I made. We get along. We don't argue. 
We might disagree on some things, but we're not fussing and fighting and cussing each other out. We've come a long way too. I've been a single mother for 15 years. My son's dad and I got on the same page when my son was, we stopped fussing and fighting when my son was eight years old. I take that back. We stopped having sex when my son was about eight years old. And that fixed a lot of problems. Y'all still trying to have sex with the man and y'all don't even want each other. Mistake number one. We stopped having sex when my son was about eight years old, which was what, seven years ago. And he and I got on the same page when my son was in the seventh grade. That was about two, three years ago. Two, three years ago. But we've had a healthy co-parenting relationship for about seven years when we stopped having sex. That's when things started working out for us, for, for, for us, okay? Now, a healthy co-parenting relationship to you might look like, hey, sir, do you want to be in our child's life? And he says, no. And you say, it is what it is. You don't want to be in our child's life? Don't contact me. Don't bother me. I won't bother you. And that's healthy as well. And I'm going to tell you why. Because your child doesn't have to witness you chasing a man. And your child doesn't have to be hurt by a man who doesn't want to be there. Okay. This is a whole nother subject. This is a whole nother episode. So I'm not going to get too deep into it. But I will say that my son's dad and I have a healthy co-parenting relationship. And I want to get, ultimately... I want to get single black mothers, a lot of y'all, to a point where you have a healthy co-parenting relationship, whatever that looks like. Okay? That's my plan. Now, back to the subject about money changing people. Those are my thoughts on whether or not money changes people. And my name is Latasha. Well, the girlfriend, let me tell you the podcast because I have something to say. Share this video with somebody. Go on my podcast, listen to my previously recorded episodes. This girlfriend, let me tell you. And that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's out there. Um, but I appreciate everyone who comes on every week and listens to me. Um, thank you for your input. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your reactions. I appreciate y'all.